Ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to get underway. They're going to find their seats and remember to enjoy the show. Thank you. Hey everyone, welcome to Coming of Age Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is a podcast about everything movies, and we watched a movie tonight, and we're going to talk about it with you, and we've got our good friend Dan Joplin, all the way from Gainesville, Florida, with us tonight. Hey, you know me, they call me Jazz Man Dan, but I don't really know why, because I fucking hate jazz, man. That's, uh, that's the... (laughs) The Jazz Daredevil, the j- Dan, Dan Joplin. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, to my right is uh, the beautiful Chase Cummins. And to my left is the wonderful Alan Loosebrock. Thank you very much. And um, Nazis. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> but... Nazis kind of, also kind of cross-dressing, wanting to be like a little bit of a Ned Gein, like wanting to be a woman thing. And like, a lot. Um, okay, 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 okay. Do we want to talk about man. the movie? A little a little H.H. H. Holmes, a little... Uh, yeah. yeah. A, he's a complicated man. All right, yeah. so do we want to talk about this movie right away? Well, okay. Well, that's, do we that's, have we, do we have anything else to talk about? Has anyone I mean, seen anything interesting? Because I have not really seen anything I want to talk about too I, much. I watched Evil Genius. Have you guys watched? Uh, I, that's the Netflix. only thing I have. I yeah. watched a couple episodes of Evil Genius, and it was pretty grand. Uh, yeah, Evil Genius is pretty good. It's it's fucking nuts because just. She does not seem like a mastermind. The woman allegedly like behind all this stuff just seems like a batshit crazy woman. Yeah. Uh, with a, I guess just super high IQ, but just primarily. Well, both of them even. It just seems like they're crazy, but like they are are like saying that they're like super smart and shit. Yeah. I don't know. It's pretty nuts. I haven't made it. Have you finished it? Uh yeah yeah. Okay yeah. I only watched it's... two episodes. See, Jordan's watching it in the next room right now. She <laughs> told me as we come in to record, she goes, uh, I hope you're not mad at me, but I'm watching Evil Geniuses without you. <laughs> I can't wait anymore. It's like, all right. Or Evil Genius, not Evil Geniuses. <laughs> evil Geniuses. So uh, that'll uh, be the sequel. I finally saw The Avengers. Oh, really? Do you yeah, like it? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I did. I mean, it's... It's a fucking. Do you enjoy Marvel again? None movies? of these movies. None of these movies. I go into like expecting them to be good. I expect yeah. them to be fun, and it was. It was fun, and I. And it was actually. It was, I thought it was pretty solid. Um, I agree with Thanos. I mean, he. You know, he, <laughs> you, you gotta. You gotta make some concessions. You gotta. We don't have enough resources. It's just. He's a. He's a, just a very. Uh, uh, fucking. He's a matter of fact man, okay? He's yeah. Gotta, he's got to make. He's an understa- He has an understandable uh, point of view. He was. Yeah, yeah. He was a complicated villain, and I appreciated that. He uh, he had his motivations, and they made sense. And he had things he cared about, and uh, yeah, I like that. I like that in a yeah. villain. Yeah, he should just be glad that uh, Fox still has the rights for the X Men and shit, because Magneto would just fuck his day up, like. <laughs> Got that shit on a fucking metal gauntlet. Like, what the fuck? Magneto yeah. just crushes him. Oh, Ma- that's true. I didn't even think about Magneto that. Magneto has funny. The, yeah. 
Magneto's like hardly, almost like not a bad guy. Once you like dig into his backstory, you're just like, oh, all of this makes sense now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, you're a Holocaust victim. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if Magneto was part of the uh, part of the uh, Infinity War or Infinity Gauntlet like series at all. I know like they well, definitely the- had. I know you're just saying, you know, if he wasn't there or yeah, whatever, yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. but like, I don't know if he was actually part of it. I know in Wolverine stuff. in the comic is a part of it and like fucking Thanos turns his skeleton to rubber or some shit. And like you see it in the comic, he's like, whoa, uh-huh. <laughs> the only way to kill Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> it's like charging at him. I got you, bub. And then he's just, <laughs> I'm in space. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did love Spider-Man's little eight-legged suit thing. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, dude. I was like, oh, this is a... Iron Spider, I think it was called, like yeah. the comics or something. Yes, sir. It was tight. And just the yeah. end in general. Tom Holland, great, great acting. Mr. Stark, <laughs> I don't feel so well. <laughs> yeah, it is fan-fucking-tastic. I know grown I, men I who cried it. during that. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's just sad. I think that actually is the sad that's part. A, that's a pity. <laughs> <laughs> I smiled. I mean, Other people fucking uh, cried. My mouth is just a I gape. Mean, <laughs> I know grown men who cried in an Adam Sandler movie, and that's me, and that was Click. <laughs> yeah, I cried during that movie, too. <laughs> that's the second Click like reference you've made on this podcast yeah. we had a we had yeah. a long you talked about uh sawyer and like how you're gonna neglect his entire uh, it life it is the second click <laughs> yeah yes you, it is you take him to go see uh that uh that gnome movie sherlock gnome and you're like it's just yeah. my version of the click remote <laughs> just let's fast just, forward let's just go this. watch movies <laughs> not speak or spend time together at all <laughs> Uh, it's a, Hey, I mean, I've only, I think I've only seen that movie once, but it's, uh, it's poignant. It's great. Henry, Henry, Henry Winkler will cause you to fucking weep. Honestly. Oh, is he in that? Oh yeah. He plays his father. I'm pretty sure. Almost as sad as when he was in little Nicky and got covered with bees. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. (laughs) Oh man. I can't watch that movie anymore. I remember, I remember. Like the point when I was like, "Oh man, I haven't seen Little Nicky forever." Watched it again, was like, "No, <laughs> I guess uh, the magic's gone." <laughs> or maybe it was just I was so happy. where I was at. I was so happy leaving the theater when I saw first saw that movie. Though, like that was just like, "Oh, oh, oh my sure. god!" Yeah. It was phenomenal when I was like twelve. Oh, oh absolutely, uh, absolutely. <laughs> that was like the end of the great Adam Sandler movie, like the great stupid Adam Sandler movies. He was on like a roll. Yeah, that was that was after it had begun to dr- like that was on the decline. That wasn't it was like start- Happy Gilmore's here, and then like they were like woo going well, down because he did Happy Gilmore, and then not too long after that, you had Big Daddy, and then you had Mr. Oh, Deeds. Yeah, yeah. And all of those are good. And then Little Nicky. I think Little Nicky was before. No, Mr. no, Deeds no. Little and- Nicky was before those. Yeah, definitely. Little Nicky wasn't before Big Daddy, I don't think. It, it may. I have, think it, it was. It, I don't know exactly about Big Daddy. Definitely Mr. Deeds. Um, yeah, it was definitely before Mr. I think it was before Big Daddy though too, because I think Big Daddy was like one of the where he like went the most sentimental. Like he, you know, he had yeah, the yeah. touches of sentimentality in the other ones, but I think and that was getting the, the flask. Where, where he would, they were like, look, he's a, he's growing as a character. <laughs> Like fuck no, he's not. He's Adam Sandler. <laughs> and then he did Punch Drunk Love, which is actually I think the year the year before the year after Little Nicky came out, which is weird to think about. Two thousand two is that is weird. 
Oh yeah. man, I don't. Yeah, and then that's I just like to, I have to like look up, up this timeline now. It's gonna fuck me up. You're yeah, like, it's holy shit. Little Nikki came a year before Punch Drunk Love. Or if that's after. true or after, it's called, if, if either or is it's true, Sandler. I will fucking <laughs> God. I want him dead now. That's Sandler fucked. paradox. <laughs> uh, he just did uh, did a comedy special that Paul Thomas Anderson directed. Oh, really? Yeah, it's going to come out on Netflix in like a month or so. When is his Netflix deal over with? Like, can we just get that over with? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. I watched one of his new Netflix movies with Jordan the other night. and with it was Chris Rock? Yeah, it was all right. Uh, like, it wasn't you bad. Why did you decide to do that? <laughs> what made you decide to do that? <laughs> what there, would bring you to that? <laughs> there was al- that bored, huh? There was alcohol involved. Um, Let's it, watch Adam Sandler's new movie. <laughs> Yeah. Straight to Netflix. Well, it had good reviews. It was like it was like good, well reviewed new Adam Sandler movie. What is this? It's reviewed by Adam Sandler's fans. It was good though. It wasn't bad. Oh man, um, it wasn't great, but it wasn't. It was by no means a bad movie. Uh, it just made me want to watch The Wedding Singer again because there's all these references to it. The Wedding Singer. And then we watched Damn. that. That's a good one. Now that's a good one. Literally directly watched that afterwards. I yeah. very much like. I think that's my favorite one. Just John Lovitz in that movie is fucking incredible. It's so the funny. The boy, boy George. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pretty fucking funny. Julia Gulia. <laughs> so great. Just uh, rapping grandma. Rapping grandma is always good. That, that little old lady. Oh, Why don't yeah. you take off the Van Halen sh- My favorite Van Halen shirt before you curse the band yeah, and they, they break, break up. up. I love that line. <laughs> Didn't they break up the year after that movie takes place or something? I don't know. I think that's the because it's a period piece. I think that's the joke is that they break they broke up like right after that in the actual I just like, timeline of life. I just well, like that being described it. as a period piece because when I think of period piece, I think of like Age of Innocence, not, not any Adam Sandler film. <laughs> but it's technically a period piece. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yep, that's true. Love stinks. <laughs> Love hurts. Um, love stinks. <laughs> I love that. Like if the fat guy says that. <laughs> so great. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, anything else, Chase? Did you watch anything of interest? Um, I didn't watch too much to note, like of note, but um, there was the whole Morgan Freeman stuff today that we should probably mention. I do not know what you're talking about. Oh, Me neither. Oh well, Morgan Freeman has been uh, accused of some heinous sexual misconduct stuff, um, and it's pretty compelling. And there's lots of things, lots of evidence, lots of shit Memes. out there. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys don't remember that? It was like what, uh, uh, like uh, nine months before Year Zero, when he when he uh, impregnated that that uh, woman, and then she gave birth to the Christ Child. <laughs> Uh, you know, nine months later. Not that. Wait, we're not talking about him as God. Oh, no, we're talking about he's a rapist. We're talking oh, about the the, time, okay. the times on set that he like lifted women's skirts up and the, stuck his hand the up. The period up piece, there. Bruce Almighty. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, yeah. apparently, there was even a moment where he was like trying to pull this woman's skirt up, and he did it so many times that Alan Arkin walked over, who was also on set, and told him to stop. And he got embarrassed and like and like put his head down like a little kid and you just didn't say anything. Me. yeah there's like yeah there was some like i don't know it was bad so that came out today wow Um, it was eight allegations i think there's going to be a lot more to follow the way that it sounded the way it was written Hmm. 
the it was New York Times who who released it. So we lost God, guys. God is dead now. <laughs> All those. Good, um, I was thinking. Good thing he already took care of his bucket list because uh, he's gonna have a lot less opportunities now. <laughs> All, all, all these National Geographic documentaries ruined. <laughs> well, See the antelope there's rays. No, I guess there's not going to be any more marches for the penguins. Oh, yeah. Oof. <laughs> okay, so anyway, yeah, Morgan Freeman. That's terrible. Um, but on to Klaus Kinski, I suppose. <laughs> oh, Klaus. Another terrible person. <laughs> Again, I don't know. Just a complicated man. Uh, well, the the short we mentioned before this was about how bad he is. <laughs> it was about how oh, in okay. this movie specifically? <laughs> okay, so this this movie that we watched is called Crawl Space, and upon Dan bringing it to our attention and sending us the IMDb and the poster and like reading the synopsis and everything, I was like, "Holy shit, this movie is gonna be badass!" Same. Like, did you, what did you think? Didn't Initially, say that at one more time. I'm sorry, you guys just turned into robots for a second, and I couldn't <laughs> hear you at all. Like That's it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, on the um, on the initial like when you found out about this movie, what did you what did you think it was going to be like? Um, I was just like. I was just stoked on uh, murder film. Like, it, it, it's fucking Murder House. Like, it's Murder House with, like, German-esque dude. And I'm I, 80s movie, 80s horror movie. It's just that that was enough to get me hooked. Yeah, 80s horror with Nazis and murder. I'm like, yeah. fuck yeah. 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 Let's do this. Yeah. And then you it. find yeah. out it's a Charles Band production. <laughs> I don't know if you know who Charles Band is, but he, like, produced all these movies, like, that we've been reviewing like castle freak and reanimator and all this shit. So like when that came up during the intro credits, I was like, Oh, <laughs> Oh <laughs> wait. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's a happy little coincidence. So like also the intro credits, like I just can't imagine them. I don't know. It's just so funny thinking about the writing room. And they're like, yeah. And then we'll just be going through crawl spaces. Like, furnace fucking i don't know it's so weird and just like credits man and we'll have this crazy music 80s bullshit i mean oh man they were going for like what was popular at that time which was like in like long visual like credit sequences like like tim burton did it the best back then with like the beetlejuice stuff i mean that's what they're going for for but they just did a crawl space instead of it being yeah but they just went (laughs) like actually establishing like I don't know, like Beetlejuice like goes through the model and it shows you like the town and like it establishes like the whole movie and then like pulls out and it's like a really cool effect and it like seamlessly blends into the movie while this also tries to do that yeah. by being like the crawl spaces that he's like spying all of these people in and like doing his H.H. H. Holmes bullshit. But then it's just so boring because it's just a it's just a, looks like a fucking hallway <laughs> for two and a half minutes. If they would have done it? like it seemed longer. It was yeah. The, if they would have done like going through like the vents and like into the rooms, like with the girl playing piano, and then just going into another event or something like that, like that would, that would awesome. have been more interesting. Um, but whatever, it's the fucking intro credits. Doesn't matter. Let's that would have, that would have been too difficult to film. <laughs> it would have been. And they had tough. to spend all their time managing their main actor. <laughs> yeah. So so the opening scene is uh, this woman 
uh, like hearing noises because everyone's so attracted to noises in this movie that they just got to go fucking check them out. Uh, and she goes up to this room, gets in there, looking around, door locks behind her. Well, it's going to happen. And um, she gets fucking like harpooned through the fucking chest. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, all right, cool. By like one of his Rube Goldberg death machines. Like I expected him to like him to just like look over and like press one of those little birds that like dips into the water and then like that knocks over like a ball and it rolls down and like fucking lights a lighter and bird and then and then think and it goes straight through her chest. Yeah, I fucking wish. Uh, I mean, it was close to that, and it's almost just be like shitty, shitty, bang, bang, or honey, I shrunk the kids. <laughs> Yeah, well, he's got a lot. He's got a lot of like death inventions. Like he's an entrepreneur, you know. He's an inventor as well. He's, he's like a Rob- multifaceted. Yeah, he's like Robin Williams from Flubber, but but a Nazi. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> such a sweet guy at heart. Fuck, he was uh, lonely. That's why he kept her in the cage. But so then we cut to him uh, in that uh, the best room in the entire film, which is that checker checkered um uh tile it's his kitchen yeah i guess it's his i don't know it's just an empty room with the table and a fucking gun <laughs> they, they showed it yeah. as his kitchen oh okay other angles the wes and anderson later. room yeah <laughs> well the wes anderson meets david lynch room <laughs> yeah. they like he like wipes i don't know if he cuts his hand or it's already cut oh he cuts, uh, his, his, finger. cuts his finger yeah he cuts his yeah. finger and then wipes blood on one bullet and then he's like doing russian roulette and so he does it only one time in this scene. He like pulls the trigger and he's like, so be it. <laughs> and like smiles creepy. He's like, yeah, I'm not dead yet. Ah. <laughs> Crazy motherfucker. And like, it's, it's yeah. For me, it was like him being like, okay, the Lord has said I should kill again. Like, oh, I, if he has not killed me, if fate has not killed me, then that empowers me to kill again. Yeah. And like increasingly he'll go back to this room throughout the movie and he just starts doing it fucking more and more. Like he'll just pull the trigger like five times and be like, ah, like, yes, I've got it. I think with that, you should get more kills. The more clicks you do, because it becomes more and more dangerous, it should, like, you get your kills grow exponentially. It's, it's not fair. You only get one kill per click. Like, come on. Yeah. Once, once you're down one click, the odds are so much more. you gotta, <laughs> you got to up the reward. He, he did uh, later on. He did, like, like seven or not seven. Seven. Like, he's killed like him. seven he, times. He, he did five trigger pulls. Yeah. He did it five times. Yeah, but he's saying he said the, the reward for doing five trigger pulls should be more. Than <laughs> you should get person. like 25 kills with that. You should get like fucking 50 kills. Yeah. yeah he, and he did it when he like killed the uh, the guy trying to, to discover him, right? Like the, with the, he killed him with the chair. And then he did the oh, high pulls. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, Prostate puncture. The, yeah, fuck. The, yeah. That was brutal, but not at the same time. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Real quick, it's jumping ahead. But um, the the cut, the cutting they did when he died. It was I, awesome. Like, it was like, it was those jump, but they used it nowhere. I didn't notice it anywhere else. They did one. Made it- they did one other dolly zoom later in the movie a few minutes later in the movie when he was like hunting talia balsam but 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 did the did they do it like that where it was like where it did the jump where it jumped back no no they only did that that one time when he when that character died and it it was so fucking crazy because they did the jump cuts forward and backward through the dolly zoom it was like like three different dollies it was it was trippy 
<laughs> yeah. No, I like I th- I th- I really liked it, but it just it felt it 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 felt a little weird just because it was nowhere else. It didn't feel like it fit really. Yeah, well, honestly, I thought the whole movie was going to be more like that sequence. Like, it was going to be, like, weird editing and, like, trippy yeah. shit like that. And I think there was obviously really nice sh- shots in this movie. Like, so, at least some of them were really nice shots. I think that this movie would have been closer to what that was if Klaus Kinski hadn't been a fucking maniac the entire time. And the director could have focused <laughs> on other aspects of the movie. <laughs> yeah, so in this, uh, like, eight-minute documentary about how terrible klaus kinski is to work with from the director the director does it so funny like he's so likable just how he presents the information to you and he, he's just talking about like how klaus kinski was always like fucking late like always like an hour late and you can see it in the movie like while we were watching it i was like looks like uh klaus kinski skipped hair and makeup today <laughs> like just walked on set because he refused them like the ability to do the hair and makeup yeah like, they try to do it and he'd be like i don't need no hair and makeup you stupid directors <laughs> yeah he's like i've done over 200 films and every director says action don't say action and he's like well klaus what do you what would you like me to say and he's like, I don't know, just don't say action. And he's like, okay, well, I'll say Klaus. Klaus. Okay. And so he says, uh, he does that like every time. He he's goes like, through the, the audio, speed, camera, rolling. Okay, Klaus. And then <laughs> after a while, he's like, Klaus Kinski's like, I've done over 200 films. Everyone always says Klaus. Don't say Klaus. And he's just like, oh, what the fuck? Like, what do you want me to say? He's like, say nothing. I'll begin when I want to. And he's just like, God damn it. What the fuck? <laughs> Klaus Kinski apparently did that with everything. Like when he say cut, Klaus Kinski would be like, ah, I've been in over 200 films and every director says cut. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'll decide. It's just like, I'll well, decide no, when the scene's that's over. not how it works, Klaus. <laughs> nope. We're- that's why I'm the director. <laughs> and that's why Werner Herzog held a gun to Klaus Kinski's head on a gear at the wrath of God. <laughs> it what? told him it told him if he didn't finish the movie, he would kill him and he would never leave the Amazon. <laughs> and he meant it. Ooh. That's insane. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. <laughs> I fucking love <laughs> Werner Herzog. He's one of my favorites. I love yeah. to fall asleep to his voice. It's so soothing. <laughs> I'm so glad you could do a Werner Herzog. It is not, I have not practiced it in some time, but it is like a German man who was raised in France for a very long time (laughs) and who pushes each word out like a mother trying to birth an infant only for it to die in the birth canal. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, like, and I added a little bit of burf, burf. It was, thir- it was, it was a little off. Thir- but, uh, I'll work on it. Through a straw. You'll get it. You're almost there already. <laughs> burf, burf. Um, but what else? So this. So he was like, he had heard about how difficult Klaus Kinski had been to work with, but he like, he was like, we have Klaus Kinski. I'm gonna fucking work with him. Hell yeah. And he was like determined that he was not gonna fucking quit. And I was like, that 
sucks. His fuck you to Klaus Kinski was, I'm going to finish this movie and you're going to finish it too. Yeah. <laughs> and like, well, what's crazy oh, is the, the, uh, Spanish producer, there was like a, an Italian, an Italian producer and it got so bad in the first few days that the Italian producer seriously considered murdering Klaus Kinski oh, for yeah. insurance money. And they, they were like, a, let's kill they were like Klaus serious, Kinski. yeah, and they like had to like convince him not to murder him and have him murdered because it was like it would have they would have made their money back and like like it would have been easier to do than dealing with Klaus Kinski. That's that's the name of the documentary actually. It's please kill Klaus Kinski or please kill <laughs> Mr. Kinski. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking crazy. When they said oh that, I was God. like, are they joking? And no, they're not joking. Yeah. Like, <laughs> The behind-the-scenes footage is, like, uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Well, He's just a little bitch. Like, Klaus Kinski is just bitching about everything. You're like, dude, fuck you. Apparently the woman... So it, well, apparently the woman who is was, that like... Dog, cut, that, is that one up on Netflix or up on uh, YouTube? It's just on, it's it's just on, on YouTube. YouTube, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, I got to watch that afterwards. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, nine minutes long. Um, and I, uh, Jordan was telling me this today, but the woman who was, like, cutting the holes in her lingerie it had all those like weird rape fantasies My which girl. we need to talk about later that's the next um, scene after yeah. so we'll, we'll, <laughs> almost this is short so apparently klaus kinski had like a crush on her and like wouldn't misbehave in front of her for like whatever reason he was like <laughs> he was like the only person on set so they ended up like paying her a like a lot more money to be on set even when she wasn't supposed to be there filming because he would be a lot calmer if she was around because he didn't want to show his ass in front of her what a fucking animal <laughs> yeah fucking asshole <laughs> It's like it just proves that he's aware that his behavior sucks and he's able to like monitor it if he wants to. <laughs> Fuck. Oh. So I thought that was funny. But... Yeah, that's totally funny. That's fucked. Jesus. Okay, so moving on to that woman, we like go to a scene with her. Um what exactly is she doing? She's just dressing. She's undressing and putting on lingerie or something like that. And there's like a peeping then, Tom. Well, she's also cutting the nipple, cutting nipple holes out of the lingerie. Just like yeah. nice yeah. lingerie. Just taking scissors to well, it. Like, like, so there's a guy watching her the whole uh-huh. time. And right when she did that, I was like, I think this is on purpose. I think she knows because the guy is literally like on the windowsill, like smoking a cigarette. Like he belongs there. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this guy is not trying to hide a damn thing. Damn thing. Yeah. And, uh, well, no woman on earth puts that much lingerie on and cuts nipple holes out when she's alone <laughs> in her apartment. I don't know. You know, like expecting really to be what alone. I was going on first. <laughs> <laughs> and then like Klaus Kinski is in the fucking crawl space watching her ass too. And it's like, what the fuck is going on here? It's so weird. But then you realize that like, okay, so she goes over to the door cause she hears some noise or there's, I don't know if there's a knock or whatever. I can't remember exactly. Uh, but she goes over and there's no one there. And you can, she's like, you could see on her face that she's kind of bummed out that no one's there. So you're like, what the fuck? Like, okay. And then I don't even know what happens. The guy's behind her. So she like, she like shuts the door and then I I don't know if she like steps back into the apartment or whatever, but he like comes up behind her and like grabs her 
and they go through like a very very quick yeah like dialogue Just about like, like what took you so long uh-huh. he has the knife and he has it to her throat and he's like you're gonna he like backs her up to the bed and stuff and he's like you uh, don't have to stop on my account yeah That's real real rapey romance yeah shit. like it gets yeah very he's romantic real into the cosplay <laughs> yeah well then she well i think she is she lays back on the bed More and she's so. like next time don't go through the window i hate when you go through the window use the door like or something along those lines, and you're like, oh, they know each other. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, well, th- well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Is he continually makes the choice to be like, oh no, we're gonna do a rape scenario today. <laughs> like I'm coming through the window, baby. Uh, uh-huh. Like she's like, hey, do you? I was expecting you come to the door, and then no, no, rape every time, every time. <laughs> Just like, oh no, this is fun. This is fun. I like this. It's fine. Just um, I have a door. Yeah, I have one. Yeah, sure. <laughs> It's like foreplay. Like once they're together, it's just like normal. Well, they start fucking, yeah. and then yeah. Well, like she, I can't remember what she's saying to him. She's like saying like think of blah blah blah, and he's like all I can think about is coming right now, yeah. <laughs> and he's yeah. like he's making like, the craziest he, funny faces. He's like I'm about to come, I'm about to come, and she's like don't do it. I'm not there yet. And then she, she's like think of something like think of something that'll make you stop. And he's like all I can think about is fucking coming. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then somebody says something about zombies. <laughs> she starts naming shit that would like keep him from like staying hard. Like yeah, okay, did she like, say yeah? Yeah, they're yeah, like that's they're like what's going on. Like, zombies. Uh, I, I don't know everything she lifts off, but it's just a bunch of sh- uh, stuff that isn't sexy. And you're kind of just yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. you are wondering what the hell you kind of have to piece it together like later, <laughs> like after the scene yeah. happens. You're like, okay, I think this is what happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, then she's like, I'm about to come. You can come now. And then uh, <laughs> he's like, like can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> And she's like, you can come, come now. And he's like, I can't do it. Can't do it. Been there. <laughs> <laughs> it happens, okay, to the best of us. He and was gone. He was ready a while ago. Yeah, you made him stop. <laughs> you made him stop in the middle of it, and then it's it didn't good. happen for him. <laughs> it's good. He's it's not good. a machine. <laughs> he's only worth one good come a day. And then um, I guess we cue uh, Velma from Scooby-Doo, and she's trying to get an apartment. And then she takes off her glasses, and she's not fucking Velma <laughs> anymore. But like immediately, I was like, hey, yeah, this is going to be good. But no, nothing like that. Were you talking about the Talia Balsam character? I guess. I don't know her name. Yeah, the main character. Um, the main, the main, the lead woman. Because right before that, doesn't uh, the guy show up to the apartment and ask Klaus Kinski if... The, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the director. And he, yeah. yeah, and it's it's that's the director of the movie, um, that guy. Yeah. Um, and he calls, opens the door, and he's like, uh, <laughs> it, it's been dream seed or whatever, and he shuts it in his face, and he just stands there, and he's like, creep. <laughs> <laughs> and then he knocks into Talia Balsam on the way down and then doesn't help her pick her shit up. Yep, it's fucking yeah. great. I thought it was a little funny, because she's just like, well, fuck you, man. Like, don't help me at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then obviously she knocks on Klaus Kinski's door and, uh, what's his name again in the Gunther, Gunther, Gunther. Yeah. So she knocks on Gunther's door and he's like, Oh fuck. Yeah. I'll show you around. (laughs) Oh, and then when, um, uh, is, do the, do the, do the neighbors come out at that time? Like before Klaus, well, it's, Let's when he her takes, in. When, it's when he takes her down to the apartment and they're coming in with groceries or they come out or whatever with like of that one girl's apartment. And, and then the one lady's the like, Southern uh, lady's yeah, like, she's like, I wonder what, 
what his secret is. Everyone's got dark secrets. <laughs> I just wonder what his is. You're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why does everyone have dark secrets? I mean, clearly he does. Look at his face. <laughs> Look at everything about him. <laughs> Just like anybody German that if they could have been alive like during World War II, then it's just like, they got secrets. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. They've at least got family members with secrets. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they they basically just say, he, like, outright show him being like a Hitler youth, right? Yeah, yeah, a he little was like boy. A kid. Yeah. And he sheds a tear. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, so that was, uh, that's it's getting ahead again, but that was confusing. He sheds a tear. Like, while putting on the makeup, like, it's a tranny thing, but also, like, a Nazi thing. I Complicated man. Again. For complicated sure. man. Oh, well, and I would say that was just, that was just, like, a Buffalo Bill thing, like, they were pulling from. But that, this is, like, years before Silence of the Lambs came out. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what was going on there either. <laughs> Well, see, I mean, the Buffalo Bill thing is kind of like akin to, like, a, well, it's, uh, he was more, like, the torture and everything, but, like, Ed Gein, who, you know, like, who Psycho yeah. was based on and shit, that, like, he made the, you know, the vest out of tits and shit. He wanted to be a woman. Yeah, um, true. So, like, yeah, it, it, it felt like, it felt like, the, yeah, they took bits of, like, a bunch of big murderers. Yeah, H.H. H. Holmes stuff with the whole murder house and everything set up like that with fucking and kill- tunnels and cr- the crawl space. And killing and then, women. Yeah. Like kill yeah. like specifically like like renting to women to kill them was like yeah. H. H. Holmes thing yeah. So it's also uh, when did he switch from going from just because like he used to be the doctor and would do the euthanasia shit and then he just went it like he starts going specifically towards women. It, it seemed and, I mean they, that was unclear but it seemed to imply to me that he. Uh, he was like a surgeon who started murdering people with just like euthanasia, then then accidentally murdered someone who didn't deserve to die. Then like it escalated to the point where he was like just like killing people and then was it became disgraced as a doctor in Germany or whatever and then moved to the United States and just like continued murdering. He's just kind of death obsessive. Yeah, but like I guess he, he fell into just like liking to kill young pretty women. Yeah, that was probably Klaus Kinski's idea, honestly. <laughs> Can they all be women? <laughs> they need to be very pretty. <laughs> um, yeah, sure, that's fine. It's Hollywood, baby. <laughs> uh, but like they, they even mentioned like the vampire across the hallway, uh, which I thought was pretty funny. You, yeah. you pointed that out right when they said it. The neighbors do, or or someone they, does. They have a long, like, not long, but they have like a, they have a conversation about a vampire being in the building and it lasts longer than a line. And, <laughs> and one of the, the roles that Klaus Kinski did right before this was fucking Nosferatu with Werner Herzog. <laughs> so, which is hilarious that, that they, yeah, they mentioned vampires mentioned more than once. Yeah. Too. <laughs> with such like, pointedness it was... and like he's like a little fucking kid in this movie like some of the times like the way his face like lights up and he's like oh the vampires <laughs> he's like what the fuck this little boy he when he's like all wrapped up in his sweater and stuff he just looks like a little german beautiful nazi boy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's trying to make like flirty faces at the uh, the the thelma girl as well like when oh she my comes god up to, yeah his like lips oh, and teeth yeah. holy yeah, just, shit like, just like 
kind of quivering and just like <laughs> that was the weirdest shit oh my god so, uh, so how about when he burns his hand and he's just like do you want the apartment i need I to, know to know right, right now, now. <laughs> And she's like, yeah, I'll take it. And he's like, oh, all right, right. cool. Let's shake hands. <laughs> and it's like, oh, why is your hand so hot Put and wet? <laughs> like, it's so it, weird. Is that melted flesh? <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, that was strange. Oh, um, I've just been masturbating a lot. I've got blisters on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> that was Australian at first. My dick. <laughs> yeah. It is in tiny I swear. Oh, God. <laughs> It's swastika shaped. <laughs> Don't I, ask me how. I had it done during the third ride. <laughs> how about uh, all those ladies like coming together um, in the in one apartment building? I, I don't know, like in one room, and they're all like drinking and stuff. Drinking <laughs> and tequila uh, milk. They're drinking. They're drinking tequila milkshakes. Yeah, like try this one every size. Tequila, tequila milkshake. <laughs> It's just like, oh my god! Like it's a thing. They say it like it's a thing. Yeah, it's not a thing. No, it's it's, it's never it's, been a thing. It will never be a thing. Fuck! <laughs> Talk about two things that don't go together at all. Yeah, fuck. I mean, honestly, yeah, like true. even like a white Russian, yeah. like just pick something different. <laughs> like a tequila yeah. milkshake. Come on. Sounds, you don't need to introduce those, dairy to the situation. Those two That's words are needed. very fun. <laughs> Together, it sounds fun, but when you see the milk and the tequila on the table, and it's all baba de boo, and I don't think so. It doesn't look, no. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. It's fucking gross. Yeah, and then he's like releasing. And then also in that se- Go oh. on. Go on. I was just going to say, also in that scene, we get the, the nice setup that... Uh, that the main girl, the Velma girl, ain't scared of no rat. You know, she's like, she's, yeah. she's the tough girl. Like, no. Oh, what? You guys are scared of a rat? I laugh at it. Like, a little a rat scurries into the room and scares all the other girls. Like, they all jump up onto the surface. But she's tough. She can overcome. She's I'm cash. She scared of no rat. I noticed that. And then it cuts into Klaus Kinski. He sends the rat out, right? In that little weird yeah. trapdoor thing. And he's watching through the, the vents. And I thought that he had this, like... Fascin- like a look of like fascination with her because she didn't get up and run away and that's usually what yeah. he sees and so he like i felt like he was gonna like develop some kind of like obsession with her uh, and it would be like irregular for same him. i thought so as well which isn't what happened <laughs> uh, yeah i thought there was gonna be some de- but it, to it, some development <laughs> it seemed like that they were going with that like later on even when they like run in when she goes up to his apartment to tell him about the tapping and he comes up behind her and he's like flirting with her and stuff uh <laughs> and like don't you want to come inside and like uh that i mean that whole sequence which was maybe 10 minutes after the the girls in the apartment and i was like okay so this is going to be like about them like like having some kind of uh I, don't, I mean, irregular relationship outside of what he normally does, which seems to be just a murder every day. Yeah. How about that lady playing piano, huh? Mm-mm-mm. Barbra Streisand poster? <laughs> um, Very 80s. Who is oh, she? Is, is, that, is that the same woman, the rapey romance girl? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah. that's rapey romance girl. She's the, the southern s- girl was the one who was with the rich man, with uh, the Kane, Kane guy. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Was that the Southern Girl? I thought that was a. No, no, no. That wasn't was that... the Southern Girl. That was the. It's like no. ditzy, real ditzy girl. It was like oh, okay. the ditzy yeah, girl, yeah, 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 yeah. the Southern Girl. I don't know if the, the Southern Girl was with anyone. She was just saying stupid shit. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> Southern Girl was the one who like sh- who shared the apartment with the other girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. 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 And okay, and, let's talk about that fucking guy, that rich guy. Okay. <laughs> so so right when it starts, it's like they come back from the ballet and um she she, she has this line about like or like how did you like the ballet? And he's like, Oh, I thought it was boring. And she's like she says, Oh, was- sometimes culture confuses me. I thought we were actually having a good time. She says that, and I thought that was like, oh, sick burn. Like, uh-huh. I thought it was tight. And then you realize later that she's just as dumb. And she. No, she's just fucking stupid as shit. Yeah. And I thought that she was like saying that back to him, like, oh, like I was having a good time, dick. And I was like, that's good. Like, that's a good line. But no, that's not the case at all. And they really should have stuck with that because it worked, it was effective uh-huh. for sure. Uh, no, they were they were both very comfortable in their roles. Like that guy, he was a rich guy who was dating a ditzy girl. Like every stupid thing he she said, he was just like, "You are an original." And she was yeah. just like, "Yes, she's I like, am." You remind me like, of my. I only <laughs> date. Yeah, you remind me of my uncle, and I only date rich guys. And she's like, "You remind my uncle. He was a piece of shit." But no, no, just because you're an old dude. Oh, and I would only date you if you're rich. Uh-huh. <laughs> but my She's uncle, just... what a monster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, look at this ring. <laughs> and he's like, it survived four wives. <laughs> I'm quite fond of it myself. What the fuck? And he's like sitting there. He's just sitting on the couch while she's gone. And he picks up that picture of her. And she's just got Monopoly, like Park Place and Boardwalk cards on the sides yeah. of her face. <laughs> like, what? What a picture. What a se- that's an original selfie well, right there. It's because she values the uh, luxurious lifestyle. Oh, yeah. She only likes rich guys. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, that, that's character development. I yeah. love money. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> that's 100% what it was. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I loved when she goes to get changed into something more comfortable. And oh then, yeah. Uh, he obviously looks at the picture and then he get, gets up and he's like examining the vent because obviously he hears Klaus Kinski up in there. Um and then when she comes out, she's wearing something that looks so much less comfortable than what she was wearing before. <laughs> yeah, not something easily t- to slip out of. Yeah, it, or into. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, and then he's just like standing there like staring at the vent and the, something about that whole scene like really like was really funny to me. Um, yeah, just like well, something charming about it. Yeah, it was. It was like it was rich guy out of place too. Like just rich guy out of place. Like is standing on top of a chair. He's supposed to be all calm, cool, and collected. And then he's like, "What the fuck's in that shit?" Um, yeah. And then he can't maintain a boner with a tapping noise. Oh in the, yeah. In the following scene, he's yeah. like, uh, "How do you expect me to make love with that rapping in the fence?" <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. And he gets out of he's he's in bed 
like about to have sex with her and then it completely cuts nude a- yeah and then the next time you see him when he's delivering that line he's back in his full tuxedo <laughs> like not even like put on like i'm just gonna get out of here it's like he put everything back on <laughs> it's like the full thing i'm going back to the ballet fuck it <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and he like says like it gives her some advice or something on the way out like you better like i can't remember what he says just like some shit oh, he's, he's like get an exterminator he's like you should talk to your landlord about getting an exterminator <laughs> oh yeah also when she says when she says oh it's the baby mice it looks like she's like obsessed with the baby mice she's like oh it's the baby mice i feed them little bits of cheese <laughs> like what the fuck it's just mice fuck me Come on. Just just fuck me. It's just rats. If you leave, they'll fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then that guy leaves her apartment and immediately goes to investigate Klaus Kinski's on the most, like... Thinly veiled pretext I've ever seen. The Just the tapping (laughs) balls. Like, the fucking... Like, I... Everyone getting lured into his apartment... Just by hearing tapping and and the door being cracked. It's like... Yeah, who the fuck? Who's walking what? into these apartments? Just who uh, feels that comfortable? What made me? What that reminded me of is like Edgar Allan Poe, like the rapping on the cellar door thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Telltale, Telltale Heart. Uh, and so I, I don't know. I I thought maybe they're trying to reference that or something, or like the obsession over that, or like this tiny thing that just is is so maddening. It's like continue. I don't know. That's the well, only thing I could think they were referencing with the uh the tapping shit well that makes a lot of sense um i just i feel like that's probably exactly what they were doing and they just fucked it up like it didn't it didn't yeah. come across as being like it like it would at least in Edgar Allan poe there's like this like idea that uh it may or may not be there and like it's so pervasive that it it like it becomes their obsession and takes over their thoughts and then they have like they they can't stop thinking about it um yeah yeah, but, and if it wasn't shot like an episode of Friends, then it might have been a little more compelling as well. <laughs> it was just like a guy like, oh, what's that noise? Let me climb up the stairs and investigate. It's like, don't you have shit to do, motherfucker? Uh, Why are you going upstairs? You're leaving this woman's apartment. Like, just fucking go. I wouldn't it's, have stopped he's, even. He's not, he's leaving to not have sex with her because of that noise. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I guess that's that's kind of I guess that's kind of why he's like what the fuck is this noise that keeps me from getting a boner that just kills uh-huh. my fucking erection. We figured it out. And it all makes sense. <laughs> he really wants to get a boner. Like if he can go stop it and then go, you know, maybe he opens rap the, on the door, door and, and goes, get it. Okay, it's taken care of. <laughs> Let me just get out of this tuxedo one more time. Kill those fucking baby mice. Let's bone. My friends. <laughs> now, was that whole sequence before or after Klaus Kinski murdered the rat in the crawl space? Um, I don't remember I where don't that know, place. but I got... I don't know, but yeah, about that. Um, back to him being an entrepreneur. Fucking rat stress balls, okay? Not only can you squeeze it like a stress ball, relieve your stress, but then you got a high-protein snack, all right? He's got a Kickstarter going for it right now. Check it out. <laughs> He's just the- is sitting in the vent. He's sitting in the vent, like, watching uh, watching the, the uh, lead actress and just holding, him, holding a rat, just, like, caressing it, and then takes it out of frame and just, like, pops it. And brings it up and just starts snacking on it. <laughs> he doesn't just pop it. He pops its head off. 
he rips its entire head off, and then there's blood, and then just the rat head that he pulls up. It was like, oh, is the rat God. head? I thought he had the body, and it was like entrails coming he, out. No, he he pulled the head apart, and then like the entrails were coming out of the body, and then he picks like lifts the head up and looks at it, and then like I barely remember this. Oh, scene, like a fucking so. fatality, like more Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> fatality. Yeah, style. yeah, totally. Oh my God. Um. God, fuck. <laughs> I just want to get to the... He's got more inventions. He's also got the choppy box. It's perfect for bananas, hands, penises, or cats. Oh, yeah, the chopping box. The, the choppy box that he's just... Yeah, he's just... I like how pleasantly surprised he is that it chops a banana. Like, yeah. he's, he's sharp... He's a got, like, a shoe banana. box. Yeah, he's got, a, like, a shoe box that he's just filled with knives, I guess. Uh, and... <laughs> And then it's got a hole in the end of it, and you insert a banana, and it slices the damn thing right in half. Uh, and it could be on QVC, but instead he invented it just to chop up cats. Or yeah, well, it doesn't ha- play like, any role at all. But its only yeah. role is to kill the cat, and then to that's show not that even he a feels role. worse about the cat dying than he does about anything else. Oh bullshit! He all he did was do. Oh, sorry, kitty. <laughs> that's yeah. yeah. But that's more I, than I he really showed thought... for anybody else. When he, when you hear the cat die, I really thought it was gonna be that the that Martha, the girl in the cage, got a hold of the cat. Yeah, I thought so too. The, yeah, and then like he was gonna like in hopes that he would like get pissed and fucking kill her because oh yeah, that's so all there's she there's a in the world. I thought she was gonna woman. grab it and be like, hey, Mister, I got your cat. There's a woman that's in a cage. <laughs> Forgot about her. God damn it. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, so he's got he's got a woman in a cage uh, that uh, it's uh, obviously from some previous tenant, and uh, he's uh, he's because he's got a couple trophies too. So you see a close up of like a little mason jar. He's got uh, a severed tongue in it, uh, and then it goes to this woman in the cage who's got her tongue cut out, uh, and she uh, he's like trying to feed her some soup or some shit, and then she just like wah, 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 spits it all out and passes him a little note. He flips it over and it says, "Please." He flips it over kill me he just turns to her and he's like but if i were to kill you i wouldn't have anyone to talk to uh, <laughs> he's just a lonely guy yeah well you, you you didn't have to cut out my tongue <laughs> and yeah. then I, we actually could talk i was wondering if he'd cut her tongue he's out. not a good listener i didn't not notice a good listener. <laughs> <laughs> he Defle- doesn't care definitely not no don't say that i've been on other 200 films and everyone always say that <laughs> <laughs> If you say that one more time, I will cut your tongue out. <laughs> or like the original script, like you have the, all this dialogue with this woman, but he just doesn't think she's attractive. And he's like, can we cut out her tongue? <laughs> <laughs> she does not need to speak. Uh, sorry, lady, you're mute now. This is like early on in the process. They're like, hey, Klaus Kinski's got some good ideas. <laughs> they told us we couldn't fire him. <laughs> the only way out of this is he dies or you lose your tongue. <laughs> They literally cut out her tongue. <laughs> it's the role of a lifetime. But like, is it supposed to be like she is she supposed to emulate like a Holocaust victim or something? Because that's I don't know if that's supposed to be it, but it seems like it's like almost really reaching to be some sort of Nazi connection there. Like, I don't know Again, if she was it- Jewish or what. Well, see, that's the thing is this movie was it was fucking all over the place with like the 
reasoning behind his killing and everything. Like, he kept trophies, but it's like he didn't take trophies from everybody. He took, like, a couple trophies. Like, he did different, like, fucking modus operandi things, you know, like, different little calling card shit, but it was always different. Like, it was like, he's got a couple trophies here, and then it's like, okay, no, he makes death machines, then it's like, (laughs) oh, no, he fucking, like, he kills people with rat like he had too many things he was like you need to have one thing man you need to focus up yeah like, he was trying to spread himself too thin yeah for sure well the screenplay was trying to spread itself too thin it was like th- it was like basically throwing all of these like s- like serial killer mass murderer tropes into one character and then just like seeing what worked mm-hmm. yeah exactly yeah well, and I also like this is this is I noticed this by the end of the movie the the whole film is from his point of view, and then at the very end of the film it just switches over to to Talia Balsam's point of view and her running away from him, and then I literally don't care at all because the whole time I've been like in his perspective I've been seeing this whole apartment like situation from his point of view, him stalking them, him murdering them like we've been following him the whole time, not her. Yeah. I thought that was like a, a big mistake. Like, either follow him well, through you, it or follow you, her through you it. You kind of follow both of them at that point, because then it starts showing him like going into complete like Nazi mode and like putting on his hat and watching the films and stuff. But we like significantly less, or it's less from his point of view in that point, and more from hers. And like we haven't really been at her point of view yeah, at all it, through the movie. You can't really be like, I'm rooting for her. <laughs> like it's just kind of like I'm just watching this movie. Yeah, <laughs> like. Like, and it's almost over, hopefully. <laughs> I feel like I'll... literally that's the feeling I had. I was like, okay, how much more is left in this fucking movie? Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I think like she's crawling in the crawl space now. I think it's almost like we're going to have a whole crawl space chase, uh-huh. which was fucking hilarious when he gets the, on the, the yeah, when he gets on the crawl cart, when he gets on the skateboard. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait. <laughs> I, felt like, I felt like I kept missing this. Was she. Did it show her get on a crawl cart at one point? Her? I don't think so. Was she supposed to? Because at one point she was clearly on a crawl cart. Oh, really? But I don't think she was supposed to be on a crawl. Yeah, because at one point she, like, pushes stuff off of her face, but she continues moving at full speed forward. Oh, I didn't. I see didn't notice it. that. Yeah, can, yeah, yeah, and you can like see, and and like you see a little wheel below her. And I thought I had just like looked away and missed the point at which she got on a crawl cart. And then I was like, why does he have two fucking carts in the goddamn crawl space? Like, why is he prepared for a fucking high speed chase fucking through the crawl kart. space? Fucking Mario Mario yeah. Kart in the crawl fucking space. Mario Kart, yeah. Uh, like I got a goddamn blue shell and you're going down, bitch. That, that's Klaus Kinski needs to be in the next Mario Kart as a character. As Bowser. Yeah. <laughs> just Bowser, Bowser for sure. Oh my god. <laughs> but it's like his face with his shitty stringy like hair. Oh and my his, god. His big ass buck teeth that are just like always what? peeking through. <laughs> just just him as an unlockable as an unlockable car, because it's him on the fucking rolly board and then <laughs> Oh my god. Fucking, then you put fucking Mario and Toad on top. <laughs> I would fucking love that double dash on Klaus Kinski. <laughs> you get like a bonus level. It's just the fucking crawl space. Dude, I got to get the crawl, the crawl cart 3000, man. It's amazing. Dude, it was a way more circle. dangerous than big... Rainbow Road. <laughs> yeah, because in this one, a Nazi might kill you. 
Oh my god! It was a giant circle, though. It's perfect for a Mario track. So how about um who who's the person that he killed? Like he like put him in the bathtub and had like totally Charles Manson his ass. That was the guy who was Steiner. That was Steiner. Ah uh, yes, Joseph Steiner. The guy who got was, him uh, pale. Like his his. <laughs> yeah, oh, he's trying to dad, find him. Yeah, uh, Joseph Steiner's dad was killed by Klaus Kinski's dad. His, um, or oh, it, Carl Gunther's is the character. Carl Gunther's dad. Um, and I thought, he was like trying to track him down. I thought mm-hmm. he said he was his brother. You killed my brother, is what he kept saying. Is it was his brother? Oh, okay. I thought it was dad. I thought it was his brother, and it was me. it was directly done by Klaus Kinski. Yeah. Oh, it like, was Klaus Kinski. Like he killed his brother, and he's like, I'm going to prove that he killed my brother. Yeah. I've been looking for you for three years. I'm not about to leave. Yeah. Klaus Kinski's being such a little bashful bitch. He starts crying when he hands what? him the Nazi photo in that scene. Oh That's yeah, the yeah. Scene that, yeah. God, I love Nazis. Also, nobody, nobody else had referred to him as a doctor yet, had they? Because he immediately, when he heard like the guy at the door, he was like, uh, "Doctor Gunther." He was just like, "Oh fuck." Mm-hmm. Oh, you're right. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. He was the only one who called him a doctor. Yeah, because because mm-hmm. when he like because otherwise like why would he be like oh who the fuck he he fucking rents out apartments he wouldn't be like nervous to answer the door from somebody being like gunther uh mr gunther but he was like dr gunther and nobody else fucking knew he was a doctor so yeah oh shit because something went wrong with him being a doctor i think that was where that implication comes in like he's um, he was like running from that part of his life because obviously people are trying to find and kill him (laughs) or or, like expose him and there was also a fridge death or some shit. Wasn't there someone packed in a fridge? No, 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 no. It was rats. rats. It was rats. And the, oh, and there's the, a bunch uh, of fucking clicky, rats. And the clicky ball. Yeah. So there's a bunch <laughs> of rats. So my other question is: Is Carl Gunther Crispin Glover's dad from Willard? <laughs> That's a valid question. I don't know what Willard is. Oh, it's a you crazy don't. Horror oh, movie. you never saw. I never yeah, saw it was. Uh, it was a Crispin. It was super weird. Crispin Glover, but not. Sorry. It's a weird movie. It's not a weird Christian Glover movie. <laughs> I was about um, to say because that is other <laughs> level Christian. shit. Like, yeah, no, that's a li- that's like a fucking family like raw like fucking yeah family get together. That's Shrek for Crispin Glover is what that <laughs> is. Um, yeah, no, uh, it's a weird movie though, and Crispin Glover like commands rats to murder people uh, in an apartment complex. I remember it, it was being- like Joe. Uh-huh. Oh, I just remember it being awesome. Yeah, no, it was awesome. It was just fucking crazy because he fucking murdered people with rats. Yeah. <laughs> it was in a remake of an, of an 80s horror movie. Like a shitty one. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, I think I from, from like in this... We should just do a... In these uh, circle comp- of movies we've been Comprehensive watching. Crispin Glover, <laughs> like, three-part series. <laughs> that's, a, that's a thing. Ooh. <laughs> Fucking, that the fucking movie he made with all Down syndrome people. Oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Crispin. Yeah. And I he, think it had some pretty graphic sex scenes in it too. It did. It did. He was on a, wow. he was on a Brad Easton Ellis's podcast like a year or two ago talking about um talking about all that shit and talking about being like just like making movies and stuff. Wow. Very interesting conversation. So we can skip back to the future but we might need it just to keep our heads on <laughs> like okay let's just watch this light one now <laughs> dead man that's a light movie right that was a light movie 
Is he we in Dead Bed? Charlie's yeah. Angels in there. Charlie's Angels. Yeah. Well, he, he's the reason that his role is even like good in that movie. He was the one who was like, "I'll do it," but I, my character can't have dialogue. Oh, <laughs> uh, really? Yeah, and that's like that's the best part of the movie is the fact that he doesn't fucking talk. Yeah, I did not watch those movies for for sure not. Oh man, the first one's fun. You never it's saw like, those? It's like Justin Charlie's Angels. And Crispin no, Glover. I never had. Uh, I don't know. When they came out, my father did not take me to see Charlie's Angels. The first Charlie's Angels. <laughs> no, it was a fun more time. so just. Yeah, no, I was just like, uh, I am like 14, and these girls give me boners. <laughs> I am going to see this shit. Yeah. Fucking Lucy Liu. And not Drew Barrymore. Lucy Liu and Cameron Diaz are why I went to see that movie. Not Drew Barrymore. Honestly, I, like I had Drew a phase. I really like Drew Barrymore. The, I, she was like... I love how <laughs> she looks. <laughs> Fuck no. What? Fuck yes. no. Dude, come on. <laughs> you, oh, yeah? You like Renee Zellweger, too? You like some fucking Renee Zellweger? I would not compare like? those two <laughs> I would not compare all. those either. Dude. Uh, I would... I, no, okay. Uh, Drew Barrymore is... No, no. Okay, no, no, no. Okay, Drew Barrymore is not as bad... But they're the same type of person where if they are hit with just the right light, passable. But otherwise, no. <laughs> no. All right, stop. Not Dan. Have you, uh, okay, so Drew Barrymore not, couldn't, could not imagine having to talk to her and listen to her talk for a long time. But, oh. she, but she got that thickness in certain movies where I'm like, yeah. Like I'm, I'm a, she's perfect amount of, yes, let's, let's go. Crawl on to me. Certain certain <laughs> movies with amazingly talented gaffers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. I, I disagree. I I'd say the '90s were her uh, were her strong point, but like I still I I still think she looks pretty good. I don't no, think if so. we're in the '90s, I'm going to take some Jennifer Love Hewitt. If we're in the '90s, I'm going to take some Jennifer Love Hewitt over Drew Barrymore any day. I mean, okay, Tego bitties. If you're picking, I mean, why Nona Ryder in the '90s is the the no, obvious choice. Oh, you guys are crazy. Actually, would, no. Actually, I, I don't know. I think I'd go Jennifer Love Hewitt over Winona Ryder because they got they got a similar they got a similar cute <laughs> to them, but uh, but Jennifer Love Hewitt again. I'm gonna refer back to Tigo Biddies. Um, I'm just gonna say this: if any of those women were interested me in me, I would be happy. So <laughs> I don't know if I would. I would any let choose. just about. I would let just about any woman. I would let just about any person touch my dingus. Uh, my standards so, yeah, are no. I, I don't know what I, I don't know why I'm being picky, but I just but I am. But I, am. I like to be picky in my head, and then in the actual practice of it, just not even think about it. <laughs> just just uh, thank you, Cameron Diaz, tank top, exactly. no bra, nineties, yes. <laughs> that's that's the perfect thing ever. That's, what. Cameron Diaz. Cameron Di- Tank top. Oh, Cameron. No bra. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Happens a lot. The apple apple. Oh, bomb. it happened all the time. <laughs> it was, I think I think she was like that was she was contractually obligated to do that in like at least a third of her movies. Yeah. Have you seen that She's picture like, of her smoking pot out of the, the apple in a bikini with a cigarette in her other hand and she just looks fucking awesome? No. It's great. No, no. Have you seen the pictures of her when like they serviced I don't know, like fucking <laughs> 10, 10, 15 years ago. Like, uh, it was like before she got famous and like a bunch of pictures leaked when the internet 
became the internet and uh it was like her in like bdsm gear it was like super grainy like a vhs like shitty vhs converted to digital footage but like her fucking like in bdsm shit like walking a dude on a leash or some shit and it was fucking crazy no i wish i'd seen that porno (laughs) jesus i mean again internet so it's there i'm weird about looking stuff up on the internet now because they track my shit and like if i look up like weird pictures like that i get weird ads for like a couple days (laughs) (laughs) even if it's just out of curiosity and then it's just like oh you want uh leather chaps assless chaps and i just get like an ad for like just do it on your work computer yeah yeah (laughs) the safe way to do it it's the same those ad guys <laughs> with my my multi-billion dollar company who monitors everything we do or computer <laughs> it wasn't me <laughs> guys it's wrong it didn't do that <laughs> why is it so hot in your office because <laughs> they turn the ac off when they leave and they make me sit there <laughs> um okay let's get back to this fucking movie and finish this shit up <laughs> Okay, so another death uh, is the piano bitch, which I love this one. She's like fucking, it was she like stabbed through the head and she's like nailed to the fucking Oh, dude, piano. she's got the clamp through her jaw. Yeah. And she's like nailed to the piano. That was crazy. Looking. I liked that. I was like, That's yeah, with good. her, with her voice, like her recording playing. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the Thelma bitch goes in and is like, oh, oh, fuck. Like goes to try to be like, hey, uh, we're going to get murdered. And then, no, oh, you're already murdered. Can oh. we just talk about how much noise it would make to nail her fucking hands through the fucking piano keys? Yeah, right? Uh-huh. God damn it. Like, no one heard that? People are hearing a tapping bong, from the entire dong, building. Dong, dong, dong. <laughs> He taps a pocket knife in the air ducts and everyone hears it. Yeah, yeah right? He, no one hears him nailing s- her to a piano. <laughs> it was such a weird calling card. Just a little wrapping of his knife. Like, like no. Why? I, th- I think like Dan said, I think it was like a weird yeah, yeah, Edgar yeah. Allan Poe like like thing. Like It was just, again, it was just they were doing too many things. They were trying to refer they were like, Oh look, we got Poe, we got fucking Gein, we got fucking uh, like, H.H. Yeah, Holmes. Yeah. Yeah, H. H. Holmes. We got, we were got they? Shit. Were they ahead of their time? Because that's all movies are these days. Well, <laughs> he just referenced enough shit, and everyone's like, "It's a fucking masterpiece." I can think of a half dozen <laughs> movies that have something in common with this particular film that have come out like in more recent years, um, and like even down to like the shots look. At least a couple different shots will look similar. Like in in uh, Buffalo or in uh, Silence of the Lambs with Buffalo Bill, when he's putting the makeup on, the first shot of Klaus Kinski putting the makeup on looks almost the same. Like they're both looking in that mirror and they're like, like they're like talking to it themselves and stuff. And like the the actual comp- composition of the shots looks similar. Where like almost feel like Jonathan Demi has seen this movie and was like, when he got the script for Silence of the Lambs, was like, oh, let's set it up like that. That's a good shot. It's a good way to show, like, to start the to start the scene, you know. Um, well, I don't know. There's just, there's several other films I noticed in here, but I think it's because they threw so many different serial killer tropes in that it's going to share like traits with lots with, of other yeah, movies. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> like the just the apart like it all takes place in one apartment complex, and there's a killer murdering women. Like mm-hmm. the, the strange color of your body's tears is essentially that plot. 
but that movie is so much crazier than this movie. Uh, um, so, so that girl, um, the, our main, our main lady, I, I can never fucking remember what's I, whatever. She also <laughs> <is her. laughs> fucking don't care. George Clooney's wife. <laughs> she, uh, she was married to George Clooney in the eighties. Ex. Ex-wife. I never want to think of George Clooney as a married man. He's married now. I know. <laughs> still, he's still married. I I just assumed that they were already divorced. No, they like happy married. She's like she's like such a she's such a much she's much more important to the world than he is. It doesn't matter. She's like, okay. She's so an international lawyer. This 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 lady uh, frees well essentially gives the key to the locked up woman. And then so uh, they both get out, and um, how does it happen? Like they're like looking around, like trying to escape, and they get up, and then they see that Klaus Kinski has essentially like set one of his own traps on himself, which is super weird. I was literally like, "Is this how they're gonna fucking end the movie?" <laughs> no, I knew no because they because they showed Cause they him, showed like, him yeah. sharpening that shit earlier. I was like, as soon as I heard the shink, I was like, "He's fucking faked his own death." motherfucker yeah i'm pointing to my own head like he's very smart right now yeah it just i don't know it just didn't register and the movie was like so bad i was just like uh, this is yep <laughs> this i somehow like this is just it but it was very confusing and unsettling and not fun uh, i uh <laughs> i mean i thought he really died like actually got killed and then i was like happily surprised that it was a a fake yeah. it was a fake because it seemed like anticlimactic and then when it well, he, it was him faking it, I thought it was like a good decision. I, I thought it was gonna be he he faked it like they would go to inspect it, and then he would like fucking bear hug one of them and like Shiki! like stab him through the chest. Yeah, but that also didn't happen. <laughs> this this movie breaks expectations in the worst way. <laughs> I did think the scene where he shows up in the apartment right after that. Um, and they're trying to call the police and he just like slowly walks in and, uh, like is smiling at them and just like, she starts trying to shoot him with the gun and, uh, it's not working and she's starting to panic. And then he's just seems like so calm. Like it's never going to go off. No, I thought that whole sequence was awesome. And part of me thought like, he's probably just been using a bad gun the whole time. (laughs) He knows that doesn't shoot. And that's like, that's it. That's why he's so confident all the time. Yeah, <laughs> rigging the system. How does he? How does he actually die? I can't even fucking remember. The gun fires and she shoots him, she, and then yeah, it, she shoots him, and oh, it just okay. cuts to the table with the with, with another the, gun and a bullet like by themselves, and it just him going. So be it. This overhead shot, and it's gorgeous. It's it's good that yeah. they they ended the film on a good shot, but. I mean, there's lots of good shots in this movie. I wouldn't say lots. I would say that there's more than there's more than ten good shots in this movie. Really, hmm. like individual shots. The set design's also pretty good. The sets are, I think, good. Let's say like, five tops. Uh, the dolly zoom shots uh, when the one guy dies. The dolly zoom shot of him outside the window. There's several good shots of Talia Balsam in her apartment or him in his apartment with crazy like hard lighting and like Venetian blinds and like good like choreography to the scenes i mean i the, the movie's not poorly shot i would say it's my, my, poorly my, written and edited but my my thing more is that like 
there's a there's a lot of good stuff in the movie, but it's all like kind of one offs. Like yeah. it's it's again, it's so spread out. It does so many things that it like it's it has it has no focus. It, it doesn't it yeah. didn't feel focused. It's oh, exactly. I mean, there's like a great shot in the when he gets on the fucking skateboard in the. <laughs> in the fucking vents and then the camera's like moving with him on his face and it's like really it's going really fast and it, it looks fucking dope but then that's the only good shot in the air vents i'd say yeah like i think i was shot. just thinking it was so ridiculous and funny that i i really didn't notice the shots sometimes i was just probably like this is fucking stupid <laughs> So, I, but, I mean, I was thinking the whole time, this is fucking stupid, but my God, do they have a good gaffer and, and cinematographer? Like, they had good crew. Like, it looks good. It just. Hey, you guys want to talk fucking stupid? I got another movie on deck for us Frankenhooker. Oh, yeah. Didn't you send. I think you sent it to us, or I don't know. You sent yeah, it to me or something. Yeah, yeah. God damn it. I mean, I'm down. <laughs> Let's stop done. talking uh, we'll, about we'll this see. fucking we'll dude. Yeah. <laughs> okay, oh, so let's just do like last opinions. Like, <laughs> yeah. what are your what's what's your take? <laughs> we'll start with you, Dan. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, again, again, I mean, like, I liked it. I fucking I love fucking '80s German Nazi murder, like tra- Like it had all of these fucking great elements to it, but elements to it. But it uh, it it was just too scattered. It was the f- movie f- had fucking ADHD when it came to like <laughs> the motivation for these the fucking murderer. Um, it, it like I didn't know if he was he, like if it was a sexual. Th- you couldn't tell if it was like a sexual thing. If it was like a fucking like uh a, like a medical like curiosity thing. It was just he had so many things. I don't know if I were to rate it. I'd recommend it to people because it's like it's fucking it's a fucking weird movie. I'd recommend I'd recommend a lot of movies to people, but uh, I'd give it like a fucking uh, <laughs> I don't know like a like a like a six like a six or seven out of ten uh, decapitated despined rats. Yum! Oh, yummy! <laughs> yummy, yummy! Um, well. Like I, I agree with you for the most part. I think I thought this movie was uh, it had it it had so much that should have been going for it that it, sh- it should have been a lot better. Like it was disappointing that it wasn't as good as it was, or it was as good as I thought it was going to be. Uh, but I thought it had a lot of great elements to it. Like I wouldn't say any of the actors were terrible. Like I think the southern lady was probably the weakest link on that. But she um, has such great lines. She had fucking hilarious <laughs> lines, but like Talia Balsam does a good job. Like it's not cheesy in that way. Like as a lot of these eighties horror movies were, um, I, I think its biggest problem was that it like, it was like told, like the story was told weird. Like it told it from, from the perspective of the killer. And then at the very end, it throws us into the perspective of the victim. Like we're supposed to be rooting for her, but we don't know anything about her. We know nothing about her. We know everything about Klaus Kinski. Um, and I, I think that was the, probably the reason why it felt off. Like, I feel like if you re-edited it and put some different music under it, you'd have a, you'd probably have a decent movie or you could have like one that's a little, like a little bit better. Yeah. We were talking about like scenes, like, like the scene when he, um, releases the rats into the crawl space. 
Like the music was just fucking so god awful eighties bullshit. And uh, there was some some song that uh, I had thought of, like because I thought it was going to play like the first note. Like I thought it was going to be like a symphonic. Uh, I thought it was going to be da 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 blum 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 blum. Uh-huh. And it, if it would have. If it would have been that, was that in society? It was stuff like <laughs> I, I, that in society. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, society's probably like a fucking Charles Band production too. It I'm like 90% <laughs> sure it is. Yeah. So like, it would have been fine. It would have been on... on uh, it would have been on brand. On brand. Like, But it would have been great. Honestly, it would have made the, the... You have to make Klaus Kinski's character his craziness, like likable in some sort of fashion, like where it's like, whoa, this is crazy. Like, this is cool. Like doing that with music is an easy way to do that. Uh, and they just did not achieve that. And it's something very easy that they could have done, but yeah, honestly, uh, a lot of the music sounded like shit I've heard on <laughs> Incompetech, like on the royalty free, like music website that like I get shit from like that. A lot of people use this website, but it's just, it sounds like just generic royalty-free fucking music. Oh, that I mean, it was. It sounded. It was generic, like what I was, yeah. would assume now to be royalty-free, like orchestral music. It was going for the style of those, like whatever the blockbusters were. Yeah, at the time just period. some '80s fucking composer. And, made when they should have been going for like synthwave or something, or just something else. Um, something else. I honestly barely want to fucking even talk about how much I hate or like this movie. Like, I, I guess I would recommend it to some people, certain people. Like, I, I know, you know, just people who like watching shitty movies and making fun of them. Like, that's obviously who I'd recommend it to. I have a friend, John Dees. If you're listening, John Dees, you'd probably, you probably fucking have this movie on fucking VHS and you have so much to say about it. But, uh, uh like, just, the crawl cart really made it for me. <laughs> like I'll give it, I'll, I'll give it 10 crawl carts all day <laughs> for sure. <laughs> like fucking love the crawl cart, but like really it's just like, it's like a three. <laughs> I, I, I fucking wanted the movie to be over. Yeah. I was just, I, I didn't get enough Nazi shit that like made sense. It or all like, came in or at like the end. was creepy, actually. It was just like him being patriotic to Germany. Well, it, like it was, I was just like, oh. It also came out of nowhere that he carved Nazi symbols into all of the dead people that she found. Like there were Nazi, like the, the swastikas yeah. in all of, like in the cheeks. I just didn't believe he was a Nazi. I just didn't believe it. Well, then, yeah, I mean. It wasn't believable at all. Like I really wanted that, that like, uh, like. Nazi experiment surgeon kind of deal like going on, you know, Raiders like, of the Lost Art kind of German villain kind of thing. Yeah, he just seemed like a confused old pervert, <laughs> liked murdering people for some reason, and he couldn't figure out why. And then he would go try to shoot himself and decide that if he didn't die, that he was still good to go. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's my opinion. Love you, Dan. <laughs> can't watch. Can't wait to watch Franken Mama or <laughs> Hooker. Hook, Franken Hooker. Anyway, crawl space. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Let's close this mother down. 
um, had so much fun talking about this movie and watching it so much. I don't know if I believe you. <laughs> no, I had, a good, I had a good time talking about it. It was it was half enjoyable. We talked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I guess do we do we have a plan for next week? Well, next week we're not recording. We're just going to release one of our backlogged episodes that we have already recorded. Oh, true. And then we're going to shall be continue gone. when I get back. Okay, cool. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry to put this on hold for a week, but when we get back, we'll watch something that is like super crazy awesome. We can do a long episode. Yeah, something me. You you guys would get uh you would get another Legion episode, but uh I've 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 watched two episodes of Legion. <laughs> so I can't I can't help. I can't help. Well you got you got five days. You can watch <laughs> It's you, a lot. You can to watch the digest. other fourteen got, hours in five days. I've got five days and a forty five hour a week job and a baby, so <laughs> Probably not gonna make the deadline. Yeah, probably not. I understand. <laughs> I understand. If you watch two episodes a night, you'll be almost caught up. Oh my god. Yeah, but I still. Yeah, but I. Yeah, but I still have to finish the Curse of Skull Island, dude. <laughs> the. <laughs> <laughs> how many? Uh, how many weeks have you been watching that? No, no. It's uh, thank God it left my system. Like I got it out. Like I think it detoxed. Uh, <laughs> I went a couple days without watching it, and it was whew, flushed it out. You know, yeah. so that was uh, terrible. Know, Why did I do yeah, that to myself? No. <laughs> oh no! It was like oh, that was almost as bad as my spice addiction. Like goddamn. Oh. <laughs> I love paranoia, but damn. <laughs> <laughs> but that got out of control fast. <laughs> All right, everyone. Dude, Skull, uh, Curse of Skull oh. Island. Not even once. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, uh, well, guys, <laughs> we're going to be signing off here, I guess. Um, follow us on the, on the bullshit. <laughs> get, a, get on the internet every once in a while and like our stuff. We're doing a lot more promotion uh, with our faces and stuff. So you can, yeah, you can you see can what we look like. You can find us on new... <laughs> newgrounds. That's newgrounds.com. Um, Lemonparty.org. Uh, sl- <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you can also find us at uh, Google Tub Girl. Oh, yeah. God. And you can find this, you can find this pretty much anywhere. We're uploading the podcast to Pornhub and YouTube. We're backing everything up to Pornhub. Just in case. Because <laughs> they'll host anything. It's fantastic. We love you. Unless it's Pornhub. Uh, if you can't find a good copy of Crawl Space, it's on Pornhub. <laughs> Everything's on Pornhub. But uh, thanks for listening to Coming of Age. Uh, we're we're done with this episode. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Everyone, say goodbye. Goodbye. goodbye.